Welcome to Street Knowledge with Chris Graham. A sample ballot mailed out to Republican voters in Augusta County by the Republican Party of Virginia last week notably left out the lone Republican candidate in a contested Augusta County Board of Supervisors race. And yes, of course, that would be Scott Seaton, who has been a bit of a thorn in the side of the local political establishment of late, to say the least. Hi, I'm Chris Graham. We're going to discuss this uh, this news and um, uh, reporting that we had uh, on AFP online uh, on Sunday, uh, November, uh, October 29th, November, not quite yet. Um, the, the election being a week and a day away from the recording. We're recording this on Monday, October 30th. The election is Tuesday, November 7th. The sample ballot was paid for by the Republican Party of Virginia and authorized by the Augusta County Republican Committee, according to information on the address label, which we actually reproduced uh, on AFP. If you go to the AugustaFreePress.com site, you'll see. We reached out to the Republican Party of Virginia and to Dave Bourne, the chair of the Augusta County Republican Committee, and he also happens to be the Republican nominee for the county treasurer spot uh, for comment. Uh, neither responded. So um, – just wanted to make clear that we did want to get some information from from those folks as to what happened here, why uh, a prominent member of the uh, Republican team will be left out of the mailer here. Um, we have been able to piece together what may have happened uh, from background conversations we had with a member of the local Republican Party committee and also with a member of Seton's campaign team. According to what we've been told, the county GOP committee ha has not met for several months, and it's not known whether the committee voted to approve the design of the sample ballot, which features the party's candidates for state Senate, House delegates, and three of the four constitutional offices. Um, uh, born as the local party chair, from what we've been told, would have had to have signed off on the final design. Uh, and so, which makes sense. Um, someone would have to sign off on the design. Um, and there were other candidates left off the ballot. I want to make that clear. The Commonwealth attorney, Tim Martin, for example, who was running unopposed, was not included uh, on the ballot, even though another unopposed Republican, Steve Land, is running for re-election to the clerk, uh, clerk of court position. I can never say that very easily out loud. Um, he's running unopposed, but he was included. So one, you know, so there was that. And also left off were three members of the Board of Supervisors who are running for re-election. Uh, Jeff Slavin in the North River District, Michael Shaw in the Riverheads District, and also Carolyn Bragg in the South River District. Now, all three of those are running unopposed. So, um, you know, they have to still get votes, but, uh, you know, they were they were left off as well. So you had at least, let's see, one person running unopposed who was included, Steve Landis, four people, four Republicans who are, are unopposed, not included. Um, and then the the lone person running who has opposition, Steve, uh, Scott Seaton uh, in the Wayne District, um, is was not included uh, on the ballot. Uh, now the 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 interesting part of this, let's just say Seaton is facing opposition. A guy named John Higgs, the the owner of a really successful local vineyard, Barren Ridge Vineyards, uh, who's listed as an independent, is his challenger. Higgs' candidacy made news back in the summer. Higgs actually told probably said the quiet part out loud. He told Bob Stewart from the News Virginia, a good friend of mine, longtime a veteran News Virginia politics reporter in the area, uh, that that Higgs had been recruited to run against Seton by two Board of Supervisors members, and he named one of those part of that uh, effort, Butch Wells, the Beverly Manor District Supervisor, uh, who is listed as a Republican on the um, Augusta County Republican Committee website. So inter-party politics being interesting there. Uh Wells and Slavin and Shaw have been outspoken critics of uh, Seton, um, who first raised the ire of county leaders back in the spring when he raised issue with fees uh, assessed to local residents by the regional animal shelter. 
that Seton contends haven't been authorized under state law or local ordinance. We actually will have a lot more on this topic um, a little later today, October 30th. In fact, I may have another podcast later today on Augusta County politics. Um, but just that's that's a, a spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> Seton also uh, raised the ire of uh, local leaders and fellow Republicans uh, when he's, has, he's been an outspoken critic of the county's unwillingness to outfit the county sheriff's office with body and dash cams, despite widespread public support for uh, body and dash cams for the sheriff's office. Uh, as those two issues were coming to a head, Scott and reveal, uh, Seton revealed that he had been recording closed sessions of the Board of Supervisors, uh, and we found that out because his fellow board members cited that in a vote to censure him in July. So there's a lot there. Uh, and that battle in turn, I mean, I'm getting to a lot of things here. <laughs> Revelations, there was more to that March 20 resignation of Steve Morelli from the South River seat on the Board of Supervisors than was made publicly known. I'm trying to find out the more. Uh, I've, I've, I filed a Freedom of Information Act request back in August with the county. They denied it. I uh, appealed that uh, by going to the General District Court, uh, September 5th hearing, ultimately a ruling late, uh, I guess it was last week, uh, mid-month. It was two weeks ago now because we're almost at the end of the month. Uh, that, that denied my request, but now I'm, I'm appealing that to the county circuit court. Basically, uh, the closed session, I'm, I'm contending uh, the recording that Scott Seaton made of that closed session should be open because uh, it involved matters of public import that should not have been uh, allowed under closed session rules. Uh, and so we're going to continue to fight that because we think that there's more there. Um, Seaton, in spite of the challenges he's facing um, from his fellow Republicans and fellow board members, he's still widely expected to, to um, cruise to re-election. Uh, for everything I'm hearing from the from the ground in the Wayne district is that he'll be somewhere in the seventies or 80, low 80% range uh, in his reelection bid. But uh, that said, that's where we are with this. Uh, we, we have, um, you know, this, this is kind of another potential knife <laughs> being uh, drawn here uh, in the, in the ongoing battle uh, amongst local Republicans. Uh, in Augusta County. So I mentioned that there will likely be more news later today involving this discord and disharmony in Augusta County. Um, and I think I'll just leave it at that. If you have any questions for me, I'm, I'm boy, I'm, I'm with the Cheshire cat here. If uh, you have any questions for me about Augusta County politics, local politics in general, Virginia politics, anything involving Augusta Free Press and what we can look into uh, on our on the behalf of our readers, please email me at chris at augustafreepress.com.